0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2014, Decluttering Time, by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that reads you articles, book excerpts, stories, even student essays to you every day, including holidays, covering personal development or self-help, how to live your best and meaningful life, and a lot more. It's always with permission from the authors or websites. For now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Decluttering Time, by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. The word clutter often evokes a powerful image. Stacks of newspapers, magazines, old mail, brochures, and leaflets piled high and littered about every surface. Items shoved haphazardly into any available nook, cranny, or crevice. Closets overflowing with shirts and sweaters you haven't worn in years. Chaos, disorder, and mess as far as the eye can see. But what about the invisible clutter? The intangible clutter? Something we rarely talk about, time clutter. But think about it, your schedule, like your closet, is a container, a storage unit with a definite capacity. And your schedule, like your closet, has a way of accumulating stuff. So if your schedule is filled to the brim, bursting at the seams, jam-packed with commitments and obligations to yourself or to others, it's likely time to take stock? and identify the clutter that lies within. Heaving time clutter may not be backbreaking labor like getting rid of boxes of books and clothes or moving unwanted furniture out the door, but it is technically more complicated and more difficult emotionally. As we move from the physical realm to the time realm, we cross a tiny boundary. We are going a little deeper, moving closer to our feelings and our hearts. Finding time clutter. I define clutter as any obsolete object, space, commitment, or behavior that weighs you down, distracts you, or depletes your energy. Clutter in your schedule usually includes unfinished projects and to-dos, unfulfilled obligations, burdensome commitments, and cumbersome roles. The time these activities currently occupy in your schedule would be better used for something else because they bog you down, make you feel bad about yourself, and de energize and demotivate you. These activities may have energized you at some point, or perhaps they've always been a burden. In either case, they no longer serve you now. Scan your calendar and to do lists and see how many of these forms of time clutter you can identify responsibilities someone else could or should take over, assignments whose scope has expanded out of control, committee or volunteer work that is less rewarding than anticipated roles that you cannot adequately fulfill, meetings with little value, projects you started and can't or no longer want to finish, unfulfilled promises or obligations, an excessive number of to-dos. Having even just one of these types of time clutter on your schedule can be a massive burden, sapping you of the energy you could be putting towards your true passions, unique contribution, and growth. What time clutter represents? Time clutter and physical clutter isn't junk. It's symbolic of our attachment to something from the past that's no longer relevant, a burden which must be released in order to make room for change. The key to releasing your time burden for good lies in understanding your attachment to them. Think back to the moment when you first acquired the commitment. What did it mean to you? What did it represent? Sometimes we hold on to time clutter because it represents how we want to see ourselves. We leave the crusty old cans of paint in the garage and repaint the first-floor bathroom on our to-do list because we want to be self-sufficient. We leave the pair of shoes we accidentally bought in the wrong size by the front door and let return shoes to the store sit on our to-do list for months because we want to be fiscally responsible. These burdens often represent a truth we don't like to accept, it's impossible to do it all. Other times we acquire time clutter from misguided yet good intentions. In other words, it's the right impulse, but the wrong activity. Volunteering to chair the annual company retreat or plan the family reunion, for example, may have come from a desire to make a contribution, a healthy impulse. But if the activity is more draining than enriching, more routine than inspired, it's probably time to look for a different way to make your contributions to your company, your family, or your community. Time clutter can also represent old comforts. Sometimes we hold on to outdated roles and responsibilities because they are familiar. Letting it go would require you to step outside your comfort zone. Even if you no longer enjoy the activity, it's the devil you know. But holding on to outdated roles and responsibilities prevents us from growing, expanding our capabilities, and mastering new skills. Releasing time clutter. Sometimes the only way to remove time clutter from your schedule is to forgive yourself release the guilt you may feel about relinquishing certain obligations to yourself or others. Instead of focusing on what you're giving up, focus on what you stand to gain. What are you making space for? The feeling you get from releasing unwanted tasks, activities, to-dos, and the old attachments they represent can be unbelievably liberating. It's like driving without the handbrake on or running without ankle weights. At the same time, It's not uncommon to feel a little lonely when you first give up your schedule attachments. Sit tight through whatever discomfort you feel and don't rush to refill your days with a grab bag of activities. Before long, these new filler activities will feel like just another attachment weighing you down. It's important that any new experiences you add to your life match up with your core values, goals, or themes for the future. If you're uncertain about what these things might be, don't be afraid to explore. Branch out and try something you've never done before. Hold off on making any firm commitments to new ventures until you're certain they fit with your current vision. The attachments you make now should propel you forward towards a more fulfilling, energizing, and rewarding use of your time. You just listened to the post titled, Decluttering Time by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. thank you to Julie for today's post. One type of time clutter that I thought of as I was reading this that didn't end up getting mentioned in the article is our actual thoughts. I think daydreaming falls into this too, but really how much time clutter is wasted on those useless, especially negative thoughts? I don't recall the exact statistic. I think my brother shared it on Optimal Health Daily, but a massive portion of our thoughts are negative and unhelpful. Imagine if we could catch those thoughts as they arise, and instead of feeding them and going down that rabbit hole of more and more negativity, affecting our mood and possibly even our entire day or week, what if instead we could catch it right as it begins and release it, let it go, like think about how strange it is that our mind went there, and then consciously choose to think about something else, something happier or that serves us well, maybe a mantra, Or even just a happy thought or memory. It can be whatever you choose for it to be. So I wanted to throw that in there. I've talked about meditation on this show quite a lot, but in my experience, that's one of the best ways to get into the habit of catching your thoughts before they take you off track. And to me, it's a great way to declutter time or your brain too. It's something to try today or this week. Let me know how it goes. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.